Is Mario in Super Mario World a caveman? No, because Dinosaur Land is a... No, it's more like he's a a colonialist explorer. Because Ah, he's he's going to a mysterious lost island of dinosaurs. That's right. Yeah, there's not really any, like, humanoid natives of Dinosaur Island or whatever, are there? No. It depends. I mean, Yoshis can communicate in that game, so I mean... And then You're he right. rides them and punches them in the back of the head. Yeah, he's yeah. a col- he's a colonialist explorer. I ju- just That's like right. I said. Welcome to the 50th anniversary of the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad podcast, a video games book club and select button guide and podcast. Every month, <laughs> we play a game either, <laughs> either voted on... I don't on, get it. Why is every... <laughs> we usually play games that people vote on, or it's a handpick from one of our explorers, but this time we're playing Chuck Rock. That's right unilateral decision on my part we're finally doing it we're breaking the seal we're hey hey God. it wasn't unilateral you talked to me about it that's true but i did not get your permission it was your idea though <laughs> 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 and well we'll be discussing it using the four standardized metrics for scoring a video game which are of course vanity gun investigation and revelation uh, I am your host, Vasilcania. My favorite rock star is Axel Rose Quartz. And today I am joined by... Uh, it's it's me, Shrug Rock. Um, uh, that's all I've got. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm one second before, and I spent a good while trying to come up with one of these. And the best I could do is my favorite rock band is Cobblestone Airplane. I'm Tigris, and my favorite rock band is Blue Opal Cult. Ugh. There it is. <laughs> I'm a bachelor, and um, I'm not participating in this tomfoolery. I'm not doing this <laughs> Flintstone shit. Uh, you ain't gonna get me to go yabba dabba do all day long. <laughs> yabba dabba don't. Under bunga. Is top. Hi, Talpa. Unga bunga, indeed. <laughs> um, so... A classic snacks half a bit. <laughs> Wait, there was a bit? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's it's good to get get the old crew back together. <laughs> so, so Chuck Rock, what is there to say that hasn't already been said about Chuck Rock? Um, it all started on the Amiga in 1991. I think I got that year right. Um, it's somewhere between a puzzle platformer and like a torture device. Um, it stars the titular titular or is it titular titular? Ah, whatever. Stars the title owning uh, Chuck Rock, who after his wife. Ophelia is kidnapped by the local weirdo Gary Gritter goes on a big adventure to go smash that guy. No comment on the name of the of the villain. Just no comment whatsoever. I'm not talking about it. Uh, He's got two <laughs> names though. He's got two names. It's fucked up. 
Oh yeah, at one point he gets called Gary Critter as well in one of the manuals, which is great. That's if he's an animal, but yeah, we're not going to talk about that guy. Yeah, we're not. No, we're not going to give him the time of day. Um, it was ported to friggin' everything, including the Atari ST, the Acorn Arch- Archimedes, 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 yes. the Game Gear, the Master System, the Mega Drive, the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy, the Sega CD, and the Amiga CD32, in approximately that order. Um, it spawned two sequels: Chuck Rock Two, Son of Chuck, which was also ported to everything, and BC Racers, uh, which I have named Chuckio Kart, which is not a joke. British Columbia Racers. That's right. <laughs> Strictly like uh, at this point, I'm pretty much expecting a new Chuck Rock port to be announced for the uh, Amico because that just is the energy this game exudes. Uh-huh. That's so true. It's That's very so true. mean to this game. It does not deserve comparisons <laughs> to the fucking Amico. It does though. But it, it does. I don't think it's mean enough. Is- ever made by Core Design. Uh, yeah. And, uh, the Amico is anti-horny. The Amico is just whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so they're, they're going to re-release BC Racers, but they're going to call it BCE Racers. Um, uh, anyway, this, <laughs> this game that we're playing is mostly about hitting dinosaurs with your beer belly or kicking them in the face. Um, or chucking rocks, but not as much as you'd think. Uh, it features five worlds, uh, five bosses, and some rocks. Uh, so, but before we get started, I just wanted to ask everyone, how does it feel to have been doing this for 50 long years? We're an institution. How do you all feel? Well, I got to say, I didn't expect to be doing a podcast while fighting on the frozen uh, Siberian tundra with uh, Rudy Bougie shrug and well and i guess just myself uh which it's as usual that's all rudy's fault as we all know and uh yeah extremely yeah. fucked up that at this stage uh military service is the only way for uh an insulin diabetic to get medication <laughs> christ i did um, not expect this to go so dark I- <laughs> but uh here here i am Fortunately, yep. uh, most wars are just fought on the sheets while uh, detent. <laughs> most of them, but here I am invading Russia in order to get my precious uh, pancreatic replacement juice. <laughs> well, that here is I where am. they mine well, it. So at least I got Chuck Rock. Hell yeah! It was a it was a soothing balm between moments of utter terror felt in combat, which, to be fair, are the only way I can feel anything anymore. Christ, this is this is hundred percent not what I expected this to go. Why? Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been just chilling in the Disney Seven Eleven Eco Zone, playing the Nintendo sixty four two. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> well, I have to confess that I've been in suspended animation for the past forty nine years. Yeah, that's been really good for your skin <laughs> compared yeah, to mine. I've noticed that everyone seems to just have like uh, radiated zombie flesh nowadays. Yeah, the, but it's okay. I've got, the, I've got sunblock. On the plus side, it does mean I have the same vigor I did when I was 30, but I do look like a horrible, shambling uh, corpse-human hybrid. <laughs> well, and that's, that's, uh, that's the picture you can have in your minds as you think about it. I was hybridized rock. with a sunbear corpse. <laughs> Um, but sadly, this did not give me a working pancreas, so... 
God damn it. Yep. Still got to you know, service guarantees medical care sometimes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, thanks, everyone, for sharing your, your experiences. Uh, you know, it, things have changed a lot since we, we did the first episode. Uh, prehistoric man for anyone who, who hasn't been listening for all 50 years. And so this is, you know, it's like poetry. We're, we're returning. It rhymes. Yep. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so I, I asked everybody to play an hour. Um, but how long did you play and how far did you get in, in Chuck Rock? I have, oh, fuck. If I add it all up, I've been playing for three <laughs> or four hours. Holy fuck. Yikes. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, and yet I haven't beaten the game, but I've seen like every episode and long plays. And Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll talk about our experience. <laughs> Maybe an hour and that was too much. It is too much. I played for like 15 minutes. I got through the first two levels without knowing that you could throw rocks or pick them up. And uh, I was like, this game is so hard. And then, uh, <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, you can get kind of, I mean, you can get a few you, levels in. You can damage wow. bump your way through a lot of the uh, uh, sensible soft locks. Oh yeah. What uh what really tipped me off wasn't even a soft lock, I think, but I got to one of those points where you can like jump on a dinosaur's tail. You have to throw a rock to make the dinosaur mm. launch you up. And I was like, there's arrows pointing towards this tail. I cannot figure out what to do with it. And so I looked at the manual and I was like, Oh god damn it. <laughs> That's amazing. I guess it is called Chuck Rock. Yeah, that was my first clue. <laughs> how, how about you, Bachelor? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Let's say an hour. Nice. I guess it's the second world. I played it again on Genesis. And uh, I got to the boss again. I spent more time than this game deserved. That's that's one thing I know. Oh, yeah. 100%. Was that you in the stream yesterday? Because I, well, I actually wasn't sure. Yup. Good. I, okay. I just kept going, this sucks. That, that was definitely <laughs> me. Yeah. When you The first thing you said was... <laughs> Imagine liking an Atari ST. I thought that was you. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, how about you, Tulpa? Well, Chuck, I've <laughs> spent the past 49 years in suspended animation, and about 48 of those have been spent in a Chuck Rock erotic second life simulation. So <laughs> that's where my priorities are. Nice. Uh, well, I. Uh, oh, go and, ahead. In actual physical time, I've spent about 20 minutes playing Chuck Rock. Unga bunga. <laughs> Unga bunga. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I played I played two to three hours of various Chuck Rock games. I probably spent about 45 minutes on this one. I played the sequel, Chuck Rock 2, some Chuck, and uh, the port of this to Sega CD. Um, and then, uh, you know, on a, on a whim, I found every long play I could of every version of Chuck Rock, and I put him in a playlist, and I watched all of them, <laughs> and I streamed it. So, Tigris, you were there for, for like, a, more than half of it. Bachelor, you were there for a lot of it. Uh, Friend of the Cast Closed was there. Uh, I think somebody else, I think Camille was there. Um, but, yeah, so that I, I sat through all of that, which was kind of incredible. Kind of put me in a trance state. Um, so I've got a lot of notes on the various versions of, of I Chuck Rock. I definitely felt my, my uh, soul leaving my body, which was nice on the uh, yeah. blasted war zone of the Ark of Tundra. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it was, 
it was it was a lot. It was a lot. It was way more than Chuck deserves. But you know, I figured for this 50th anniversary, I'd go all out on the self torture. Uh, so, but let's let's get into the game. Uh, we are going to start with our first topic, which is has always been and always will be vanity. What does there say about vanity? This game, well, see, the problem is I have a weird, like, melange of Chuck Rocks living in my head, and it's hard for me to remember exactly what the Super Nintendo version looks like compared to others. But no, I do- uh, color-wise, it is slightly richer than most yeah. of the other versions. But the fucking Amiga version, though. Oh god, the Amiga version. So, okay, I just want to talk about the aesthetic first because it is a mishmash of things. It is horny. Occasionally, it is grotesque quite often. Uh, British, yes, it's British. It's British, yes. There it is. Uh, cartoony, horny, but grotesque, and cartoony at, at many points. It's, it's weird. It's for folk fetishists. So, uh, <laughs> Bachelor, what do you want to say about this game? Boo! <laughs> but also, it's um, you should just load up the game. You'll be reminded right away because Chuck's on screen all the time, and he looks like a freaking scrotum. You got this little sack hanging in the corner of the screen the entire time you're playing. Just in case you forget what game you're playing and what character you are. Chuck Rock, you're like He's a scrotum who gives you a full foot shot every time he dies. I believe <laughs> oh. one of the manuals does clarify he has size 14 feet and make yeah, sure yeah. you know he's as size 14 feet. You know what that means? Chuck Rock is uh... his eyes queen. I mean, she has the powerful feet necessary to kick a dinosaur in the, I, I, in the holes. I'd also <laughs> like to say when he died and he stuck his feet up in the air, at first I was like, whoa, does Chuck Rock got like some big naturals that are very firm and like just standing upright? And then I realized they were toes, okay? <laughs> so I'm not what you think I am. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, they are big naturals, though. Yeah. They are they're, they're, all natural. They're, they're gross. You don't want to look at these feet. <laughs> the game, yeah, one of the things that's like really, that's like a big clash of style is that like in some versions of the cutscenes and illustrations, it's very much like an Amer- like a cheapo cartoon kind of vibe and other times it feels much more like this is a grody humor comic kind of vibe and like certain close-ups of like chuck's face are very reminiscent of how like terry gilliam animations and monty python will often depict faces which is interesting because core uh, apparently did a monty python game a couple games before they did this uh the, the game's fucking hideous. <laughs> like it's 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 weird because it is very very it's hideous, colorful. but endlessly inventive. Nevertheless, yeah. uh, the enemy designs are completely bizarre. There's like yeah. rocks with tentacles. There's um, you know, dinosaurs little... with boxer shorts. Uh-huh. Dinosaurs without boxer shorts. Hey, mostly without boxer shorts. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> there's yeah, there's big frog 
chomp on. There's woolly mammoths that eat you and spit you out their nose uh, to like a cannon. There's a bunch of dead dinosaurs, which is a lot. Um, Not like dinosaur bones, like corpses. Yeah, like like corpses. corpses, yeah. Rotting corpses. There's dinosaurs that when you hit them with your powerful belly... We're not a gun yet. We're not a gun yet. Um, they split into smaller dinosaurs mm-hmm. that and- are just as as deadly as the larger, but they're just they're dinosaurs that split into smaller dinosaurs, and there's more than one example of this. And I'm scared. <laughs> there's there yeah. There's like. My one of my favorites is there's a very cold dinosaur in the ice levels that's like shivering and bouncing around, and you have to hit him like three times, and he keeps like get retreating further and further into himself every time you do it. It's cute, like on like this game is horribly grotesque and like such a mishmash of styles. But honestly, I find the enemy designs to be quite charming. Like the first boss is this uh, triceratops that charges at you but before it charges it sticks out its tongue and gives you a little raspberry complete with the fart noise and then charges at you and it has a little bandage on its butt for no reason in the Amiga version it has a tattoo on its butt on one side and a bandage on the other it actually doesn't just flip the sprite so there's that um, it's the just, Amiga wins it, again yeah the Amiga wins again <laughs> um, there's a shitload of it and, and like every stage I think pretty much every stage introduces at least one new enemy design, if not multiple new enemy designs. There's very little uh, every enemy. Sing- yeah, enemies. Every time you change like environmental theming, the enemy the enemies change. They don't change behavior. They're pretty much the same enemies in every level, but uh, they look different. Yeah, completely different. And there, there's the in the dinosaur graveyard. There's a dinosaur that charges at you, and if you hit it. Half the time it turns into an angel and harmlessly floats into the sky, and half the time it turns into a little demon and comes at you even faster, <laughs> which is just great. Like, it's very silly. My favorite thing about the look of this game is that it's got the classic Amiga platformer thing of having way too many, like, things you can pick up for points. And they don't do anything, they just give you points. As far as I can tell, the points don't do anything either. But uh, there are. 25 different things you can find in the game that give you points. They're all different kinds of food. There's like steak, mushrooms, carrots, ham, fish, frozen peas in the frozen peas in the ice level. Frozen peas, starfish, hot dogs, giant pig head, giant pig head, a big purple heirloom tomato with a face, a horrible, horrible face, (laughs) lemons. A fish, blue fish, all There's kinds of the stuff. bone that looks like the hamburger helper hand, but is a bone. <laughs> yeah, that one's fucking weird. I think it's supposed to be like a dog treat or something, but yeah, it has a little red nose and a face. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's 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 and and again, those change with the levels too. Like different level themes have especially different higher scoring items. Like the high score items are all different. Oh God, you have a whole list. <laughs> Nothing scores as much as uh, Big Bone. Yeah, Big Bone, Bag of Frozen Peas, Giant Starfish, Big Heirloom Tomato, and Roast Suckling Pig Head all give you 10,000 points each. Big Bone? Yeah, Big Bone um, it has like the hamburger helper red nose and a, and a gentle smiley face on it. Wait, it has frozen wieners? Yes. Oh, I didn't even 
Oh yeah, Frozen yeah. and Hot Wieners are worth the same amount of points. Hey, that's I agree. Chuck's <laughs> not picky. I should note that uh, the Amiga version of the ice level, Chuck is slightly bluer than he is in the other levels, and does like have of like uh, you can see it when he breathes because there's you know a condensation cloud because it's so cold. Oh, I didn't notice that that seeing when you breathe. That's really cute. Yeah, the Amiga I... version is actually simulating various health metrics for Chuck Rock, <laughs> including temperature, and uh, yeah, that's that's where that comes out. I, <laughs> I, I feel uh, we must address the attempt to depict our side-scrolling mascot character um, um, as a perfectly side-on entity in this game which means we get the profile of his enormous caveman underjaw. And uh, uh, basically in his little tiny head, which is uh, mounted on his shoulders to suggest he has absolutely no neck because caveman. And uh, uh, if you just turned his head upside down, it would look like a dick and balls. It would look like (laughs) a cartoon of a dick and balls. And because this game was made by British people, there's absolutely no way that wasn't intentional. <laughs> and this same like approach was was taken in Chuck Two Son of Chuck, uh, or the same like we're gonna we're going to uh, depict this character as being totally side on, and uh, Son of Chuck's child just looks like an individual ball. It's fucking eerie. It's horrifying. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I don't I know that that's not about this game. But <laughs> it's legacy. The legacy for- of its choices only led to greater grotesquerie. I fucking <laughs> hate this thing. Help. <laughs> it is hideous. Like Chuck Rock 2 is hideous. Junior is it's hideous. It's a fucking ball with a little eye on it. It it is. It's a shaved testicle. <laughs> That's Throw some funny. eyes on it. Everyone loves that song by that guy. I, I do want to ma- quibble with this, which is that when it, that sometimes when Chuck takes damage, you do see Chuck uh, full face on, and it's the most horrifying form of Chuck of all. And when he and when he dies, you see Chuck full feet on. <laughs> My. Yeah. My favorite animation that Chuck has, well, is all underwater, actually. There's two. He has a very panicked-looking swim, so he doesn't actually change from his standing position. He sort of just does this, like, foot and hand, like, flail, which is very, which is actually very funny. And when he dies, when he drowns, because you can drown, uh, obvi- you know, obviously part of the simulation aspect of this game, um, he faces the camera, and starts waving back and forth like a piece of seaweed with his eyes wide open, forever trapped at the bottom of whatever body of water you have managed to murder him in. And it is actually vaguely haunting. <laughs> That's what he deserves. It, it is. <laughs> I'd like to say something about his really just hideous homunculus of a sprite, is that uh, they really, really detailed his elbow. <laughs> his elbow is really detailed. Holy shit, you are totally right. Yeah, you're right. That's wild. Yeah, they really went. I, I think they were trying to make sure his arm stood out from his back and belly, which all kind of look like weird 
arms as well. Just also one Wouldn't of the want people thinking Chuck Rock was just a, was just a ball of slime or something. Yeah, well, the, sh- it's like that standard uh, uh, Amiga art direction thing where they have no idea what good uh, pixel art looks like, so they just put over detailed like pillow shading on everything. There's yeah. no light sources. There's nothing. <laughs> it's 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 like I don't know if I'd seen it as a kid. I probably would have been like, oh, this is fine. Uh, but as an adult, it is very, like, distressing <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> like, you definitely get the impression that, like, Chuck Rock is a character who came to life out of one of those, like, European comedy porn comics they sell. Yeah, this is very true. <laughs> he had a comic book. I can't Which find ethnicity it. is Chuck Rock supposed to be making fun of? <laughs> well, Cavemen? Cavemen, yeah. Cavemen, yeah. <laughs> That's the one, you know what, we can say positively, uh, unlike some of the other, you know, games we've played on this podcast. It doesn't seem racist, sexist, hugely sexist, but oh, not, I, not racist. I, I get the impression that it is at least uh, targeted towards, like, football hooligans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, when you point that out, that is totally true. That's right. He and looks then there's like a Jordan K. Orc, which is how you can tell. Well, they mention it in the, in the manual, too. In the Amiga game, there's a uh, opening cutscene where he's like watching football on a TV. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Rock ball. It's rock ball. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> or it might be foot rock. Actually, you know what? I think it's foot rock. Name. Foot rock. So it's probably not foot rock. <laughs> foot rock. I'm sure we can all agree. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. It's just it is a mishmash. It is it is visually overwhelming in in a lot of ways. Um, the backgrounds on the Super Nintendo version are the clear winner amongst all the versions, though they are much more colorful. You've got multiple layers of parallax, which is is kind of nice, uh, and they are a little more distinct from the foreground, even as they are sort of visually all this, like all over the place. True. So um, you the know, richer color really does help here because the backgrounds are strangely enough often more brightly colored than chuck which is the opposite of how most platformers handle this but okay sure yeah it works you know it kind of gets the job done so um it's not like the graphics don't get in the way of playing other than you just would rather not look at them well (laughs) the animations that i think that'll be worth talking about in gun because we have so little gun because this game has like three things you can do in it yeah, the 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 mu- Okay, so the music is all over the board. I've listened now to every Chuck yes. Rock soundtrack. <laughs> um, the Amiga soundtrack is actually much better than the one in this game, right? Uh, no. So <laughs> the Amiga soundtrack. So remember the original release of the game. It has one song, uh, which is the title screen music, which is is a bop. It sounds great. It plays for the entire game. Um, every time it loops, there's about a 10 second pause, um, and it never stops. Like even for level transitions, it just keeps playing and it's awful. It is mind numbing. Um, later versions, uh, like the, I think the Atari ST, the Game Gear, a bunch of them only have, (laughs) hmm? 
Oh, oh, right. I thought you were going to say it had multiple things. Oh, Atari ST is completely yeah. fucking silent besides sound effects. Yeah, it has. Atari ST introduced a weird thing, which is footstep noises. <laughs> so I've never really played a 2D platformer with footstep noises like that before. Um, but they have the, the title song, but they don't play it Those throughout. Those are sack clap noises. You're Sorry, right. I have to correct you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then there, it, I think it was... it. There were kind of two waves of ports of this game. And so the Genesis, the Super Nintendo, they fall into this second wave, which actually has music for each stage and for the bosses. And it is a, a massive improvement. Um, the Genesis probably has the best soundtrack out of all the releases, although the Sega CD is a good Sega like CD is really good. It is. It really is. Um, is the Genesis like a gem soundtrack? Or no! Or... Okay, good. That's, why yeah, that's good. what I really that's hate about the me. Super that's what I really hate about the Super Nintendo soundtrack is that they're clearly using that same sound library that every like yeah yeah no no they actually did compositions for it it's it's shocking like if there was ever a game I would have expected to use gems it would be Chuck Rock but this but they don't it's it's actually like seemingly hand programmed FM synth music I it's decent yeah it's it's pretty okay. And in the the version, oh, actually, that makes perfect sense, given that if, as an Amiga port, they already knew how to deal with that. But they didn't, because it only had one song. It has a really, it's a really good song, though. <laughs> um, it's a really good song. Um, the the Super Nintendo version is is like you said, it's the same sound font everything else was using. It's it's not very very standout, but some of the compositions are pretty good. Real good baseline on the dinosaur graveyard, which we'll, I'll play before the next segment. Um, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. So yeah, you know, it's it, it's Super Nintendo's really not the worst soundtrack, which is sort of shocking. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fine. I don't know. It doesn't get in the way. The Sega CD one is actually pretty listenable with a couple of real bops, but that's about all I have to say about the music. I will give it this for as, as hideous as this game looks. It's distinct and like. It looks like something. <laughs> it, it looks like a pile of assets that was just thrown into a game. Yes, but each of those assets is like kind of compelling. Yeah, in kind of like a grotesque way, yeah. <laughs> this is one of those things that makes me think holy shit, look at all this work. Yes. Yes. Look at how all that work came together into this fucking pile of garbage. (laughs) All this labor was synthesized into this piece of trash that I despise. (laughs) Um, You're right. I do feel about this exactly the way I feel about like Marvel movies or James Cameron's Avatar or whatever. So much money and human labor. So much, like, so many talented animators worked on this fucking game. If only um, they could be unleashed on, like, 3D polygonal breasts and tombs. God, if only <laughs> if that only could I happen. Could unleashed on some, too. You could cut your lip on. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> no, it is though. It is remarkable. Like, like it's it's hard to communicate via 
audio, how many things are in this game. There's so much stuff. It is overwhelming at a point. Like I watched six hours of this and at some point I just transcended reality and was just in the Chuckaverse and it was, it was awful and beautiful. <laughs> and it's just so much like there's a whole, there's one level where you're inside a dead dinosaur and Thank, this is called, this is uh, to comply with the uh, bonk's law yeah. of 19 of, of 1989 it, it's a meat level and all of the enemies are different they don't reuse a single enemy it's like a beating heart and a weird butterfly which i assume is like a stomach butterfly is it a, is it a spleen or is it a sperm it's both it's in the yeah. meat level it's in the meat level there's weird hernias that pop out of the ground i mean it's just it's so much. And then that level's over and, and you don't see him again. Well, because you're at the end of the game, thank God. But yeah, it's just done. It's weird. But like, that's the second half of the graveyard level. Yeah, like that's after the dinosaur graveyard. There are two dinosaur graveyard levels, a horrible meat level, and then the final boss. And the fi- it's just, it's fucking wild. Like how much shit there is in this game. Totally impossible to communicate. Not worth playing or seeing, <laughs> but it's there. It makes we, me feel like the people who made this game, like the original and not all these shitty ports, actually thought they were making a really great game that they cared a lot about, which is sad. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It got so many ports and like has enough cultural cachet that like I knew what Chuck Rock was before we started this there podcast. There was a talk. There was talk by the devs that they wanted to port it to like next gen consoles, i.e. Saturn and PlayStation, because they thought there was enough demand. It's it's wild. It was successful. Like it was. It had two sequels. <laughs> like so they you know, it's not a good thing. It's not a good object. England in is itself, a blighted but... isle and should be sunk beneath the waves <laughs> Atlantis like. Oh, uh, I've got some news for you. <laughs> it's, it's it's about as it's on par with Rayman, right? It's the same trash. Yeah, kinda yeah. yeah Rayman is a little is better, than, Ray- Ray- better Ray- than this. Like, uh, I don't know. Rayman no, is better. Is. Yeah, Come Rayman's on. better. I don't like Rayman. I like. I don't like suck. Rayman either. But <laughs> it is significantly better than this. Actually, yeah. did you play the Genesis version? The Genesis version's on par with Rayman. That's I yeah. I didn't. I didn't play the Genesis. It version. It does feel so much better on Genesis. It's bizarre how much better it feels on Genesis, despite I being mean, exactly the, the same. Genesis game. is the Amiga of uh, home consoles. You take that back. <laughs> um, I think that's true. Um, I was going to mention this later because I assume you're going to get into more of it, but the Amiga and the Genesis have the same CPU. Yeah, it literally is the Genesis yeah. consoles. So, which is probably why it got so many ports, and the the port of this game actually runs well on it. It's, it's, it's it. a serious question. Like, yeah, like, well, and and I think that kind of is moving us into gun, and I'm happy to move there. But I wanted to make sure: did we have any more vanity nope. thoughts? I, I want to say one more thing is. Uh, Please. Fifty years later, I've got to give an apology to Prehistoric Man because that game looks, feels, and just is a, is not a good game, but it's a hundred times better than this game. Uh huh. It has mechanics, <laughs> like it's it's got a bunch of stuff going on. It looks way better. Yeah, it is. It is like I, I haven't listened to that uh, because of you know how the internet has been obliterated and all digital media has has been erased by by this. We're, we're of course recording this to vinyl, um, but. 
yeah, I remember being quite cruel to prehistoric man, and yeah, it's it's. I honestly think I might have just been being edgy. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go back and play that game at all, but I'd rather no, do that no, than this one. Yeah, should if you, have to go. Oh, go ahead. Should, should all have to go play a dizzy game. That's that's my opinion. Hell yeah, dizzy the, the big egg. The, the We're finest. lucky that never came to Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, it would suck if there was a game console that Dizzy Dizzy was ported to that uh, I did a cast about occasionally. Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> um, anything else? Nah, I think we're good. All right, uh, let's move on to our next section, which is, as always, gun. Uh, this game doesn't have any guns. Clap, clap, clap. That's always my joke. Um, this game has the Euro platformer problem of your attack at least appears to be about two pixels in front of you. You hit things with your belly. And if you've ever hit something with your belly, you you know in real life, you have to get pretty close to do that. Um, that's yeah. a thing. A- and if you're in the air, you do a kick which has about the same reach as... I feel like the kick feels <laughs> a little farther, but I don't know if that's just... No, it looks a little further, but I think it's actually much smaller. Yeah. Well, I upon... think, you know, here's what I think is going on. I think there's, like, more air between... Like, the hurt box extends beyond the belly, yes. and I think the foot goes to exactly where the hurt box is, and I think it's the same hurt box. Based on watching six hours of Chuck Rock, I, I, I couldn't say that this is true for all the ports, but I did watch, like, the in particular, the uh, mammoth boss uh, kind of demands that you stay in a fairly, you know, strict positioning, or you just get fucking murdered and uh i watched somebody kicking that thing in the face from like five pixels away from the foot there was like just dead air between them and it was still working so i actually think the hitbox hurt boxes i guess on this are a little more generous than they look but it feels like shit to use them um and regardless of what the truth is it is extremely hard additionally because this game is on the attack so your, your your main things you can do as chuck rock is is uh the the, the belly bash and the, sorry the belly butt uh which is what it's called in one of the manuals it is and the literally kick. fucking called the belly butt in one of the manuals belly butt um and then you can pick up uh small and large rocks and throw them if they're available this will kill most enemies instantly but it slows you down but not all not all uh it slows you down and lowers your jump significantly they're mostly used for platforming uh, like little puzzles to, you to do. Can, so. You can also use them as uh, shelters from attack. Oh, that's it. I like that mechanic actually quite a bit because you hold it directly over your head. And so, for instance, in, in one section, there's boulders coming down a hill and you can hold the rock over your head and duck and they'll bounce right off of it. And enemies will just die a lot of the time if they touch the rock on your head. So you can actually jump up and hit birds with the rock you're carrying, which is kind of cool. Um, I think that honestly, the chucking rock uh, mechanics are probably the most interesting thing this game has to offer. Unfortunately, only one boss uses it and it kind of disappears in the last two stages of the game, <laughs> last two worlds. Um, so that's kind of the, the, 
the big picture and then yeah there's just enemies 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 constantly like sometimes they're respawning sometimes there's just like five on a platform as you walk to the right uh just on the attack at all times nowhere is safe it is a lot <laughs> and they move slightly the erratically this yes is the worst fan sequel to doty doty panic i've ever played <laughs> yeah the carrying and this is really bad <laughs> It's also really hard to tell. Like, you know, I, did we all have to check out the manual to figure out how to pick shit up? I did. I did. It's a, it's I didn't, a... because I just try every combination of buttons as soon as I start a game like a professional. <laughs> I had I had the problem of, A, not anticipating it being a two-button game because it's on a, I was playing it on a system with six buttons. And also... I was trying to pick up the rocks by standing on the rocks and not in front of the rocks. So. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird because they have, you have to, you can't jump on the rock and pick it up. You have to walk in front of the rock, duck, and then use the attack button to pick it up, um, which is just the whole thing is just, it's really awkward to use them. And, it's not apparent that you can, like, there is so much visual noise. There, it, there's so much clutter on the screen. You know, you're constantly walking behind objects or in front of them. And there, there is just, there's flowers here. And there's, you know, who knows what you can pick up? Why would the, I notice that little sh- short pile well, of rocks I can pick up? The thing you can pick up in an Amiga game is uh, the thing that is least interesting or like. Uh, <laughs> The thing that stands out the least, that's what you're supposed to pick up. Yeah. So here's a question uh, for everybody. Is this game a Super Mario Brothers 2-like? I, I think... I, I stooped that joke. Oh, really? That's the Doki yeah. Doki Panic joke. Oh, no. <laughs> it is, but, I mean, it is a good point. Like, we have games that let you pick shit up, and they are fun. Like, Mario 2, you know, I'm not going to go you know, fight in that on that specific battlefront. But I do, you know, it's a fine game. Like this can be done and it, it was done before this game. Um, it's really bad in this game. Just every, every, it feels like shit to control Chuck. Who's also slow, uh, walks fairly slow and gets slower with the big rocks. I just, oh, the jump arc is very shitty you don't. I, I just hate it. I hate fucking controlling this stupid caveman. <laughs> you also you have to do. To me, it felt like. Bear in mind, I'm also very bad at games. The number one terrible game player uh, truck up in here. Um, but everything is very everything is very cluttered, cluttered both visually and in terms of you know density of platforms and potential shit you can do and what you actually have to do and uh you, you maybe you need a rock to do this thing and the, the 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 levels are full of little inconvenient switchbacks and like boulder traps and things that are triggered and all of the enemies that uh are often you know uh, there's they spawn behind uh, foreground objects and then like there's so much going on that demands very precise actions that I do not feel that Chuck Chuck Rock is actually totally up to doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Or if he is, uh, 
you you really have to be anticipating. There's no room to fuck around with Chuck Rock. Yeah. This isn't called Fuck Rock, it's Chuck Rock. Well, it should be. <laughs> yeah, it's um and it's worth noting, like, yeah, the level design is is very much here. Here are a series of platforms. It design is a strong word for it. Um, one of the things that they do often in watching these long plays, in in which somebody is using save states to get all of the secrets and then smash it up into one continuous play session, um, a lot of the secrets are hidden behind. Get a rock, throw it at the edge of a platform. Go back, get another rock throw it on top of the first rock, jump on them both, and then jump to go get the secret, which nets you 10,000 points. Points don't give you extra lives. <laughs> so it's just, like, you, you might think that's the way forward. If anything, at the very least, it's noise. There's so much noise in this game, visually, and even audio-wise, like, especially in some of the versions, there's, uh, in the underwater level, in one spot, there are just two in the whole game. There are these little clams that attack you. You can hear them as soon as they load, and they load like about a screen away. And that level is so slow that for a solid 45 seconds to a minute on a long play, which is playing quite well, you just hear it's fucking awful. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 a lot of noise. It's a lot of noise. Do points do anything in this game? Not that I could tell. I, I watched so much of it, and I never saw anyone get an extra life. There's also, there's not extra lives. Also on the Super Nintendo version, there's no passwords and no continues. you got to do it with five lives, and you, that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> it, it's a really brave choice to make a score-focused platformer in, like, 1991 when virtually every other developer had abandoned that whole angle. But they were, you know, I bet we look in like, I don't know, Specky Lad or whatever the heck they had over <laughs> there. Um, some magazine, you know, like like Amstrad Weekly or, uh, you know. Amstrad Fortnightly. They'd have some gross name, something with Amiga. Actually, they would just call it Amiga. There's your gross name. Um, <laughs> you know, they probably were having, like, you know, send in your Polaroids of your, you know, high schools. And they probably had, like, very active Chuck Rock high score competitions, right? Right? Probably. Maybe. What else were they doing over there? Yeah, people are still crazy about high about scoring in Chuck Rock as much as Chuck Rock likes scoring with Ophelia. So we're going <laughs> to keep this up. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. So, yeah. is it canon to say that Chuck Rock is uh, Lara Croft's ancestor? It, it might be. So, Given Ophelia's character design, especially. I thought you were thinking, maybe thinking about um, the shape of uh, Chuck Rock's jaw See, compared to the shape of uh, Lara Croft's bosom. See, I thought you I think were there's a saying... legacy there. See, I thought you uh, I th thought you were maybe um, comparing how much they like to drive animals to extinction, including dinosaurs. Is this game fucking kidding? I'm sorry. We're still on John, but I'm also still playing this game. Uh, they hid a rock behind a bigger rock sprite so that uh, you're, you're expected to miss the existence of this rock. Oh, God. Oh man! <laughs> they call that an Easter egg. 
Oh, that's horrible. How how could this be an Easter egg? It's literally set at in BC. Ah, I get it. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, one thing that's notable about the sequel to this is that they abandon the rock throwing entirely, and the baby has a big ass club. You play as a baby, by the way. Uh, I think we talked about that. Has this massive club, so it's it it, it corrects both of the issues of small hurt box and having to deal with these goddamn rocks all of the time. Um, it's not a good game, but it does address the issues of this game somewhat. So, Bonk definitely still reigns supreme as the caveman platformer of choice. I don't know. Joe and Max are right. I haven't played Bonk. <laughs> no, fuck you, Bonk. Bonk forever. Ah! Bonk rocks. Does Adventure uh, Island bonk, count as a bonk. caveman? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> He's carefree, what... not fat enough. Got it. I think, I think that's what Rizzo was talking about when he said bonk bonk. <laughs> Thank you, Shrug. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. There's really, like, there's just so much shit going on on the screen at all times, and yet it feels the same to play this game at all times. You just you have enemies rushing at you. You have to hit them uh, a number, a variable number of times and then move on. And hopefully you didn't miss a rock and have to go back. Uh horrendous uh it, it it's just no fun to play i i i i quote unquote beat chuck rock i did this by downloading a bunch of cheats to uh, my retroarch it's legal now um and i i just turned on infinite health because i wanted to see how many times i would get hit which was like a billion times um but that's the only way i could get past literally the fourth level i could not get to the later zones of this game at all. And I'm not great at games, but it was it was really tough. Um, one notable thing about one of the ports, which I thought was absolutely hilarious, is that the in the Game Gear and Master System versions, if you the, the small rock that you have to throw on the head of the Triceratops, it slides when you throw it. So you have to go way far out there to pick it up. It makes the, the fight much harder. It's also the only rock in any of that game that slides. It, they just changed the mechanic for the one boss for some reason, and only in the one port. Absolutely bizarre. <laughs> oh my god, Bonk has a boxing dinosaur. The last boss of this game is a boxing T-Rex, uh, and it looks horrible. It has heart shorts on, heart boxer shorts. This is uh, Punchy Pedro from Bonk. Looks great. This is amazing. Oh, also, the final boss of Bonk is also like a T-Rex wearing a crown. Great. It's it's like tiny. It's like it, well, it's not tiny. It's it's more chibis design. But um, yeah, this this game this game's ripping off Bonk. I'm declaring it now. Oh, it sucks. All the fucking caveman games are just ripping off Bonk. I need to play Bonk. I mean, Bonk's I mean, also about a baby. I mean, this is great. Bonk. Looks- Holy shit! You're right. Chuck, son of Chuck does look like. Eurojank bonk, doesn't he? Yeah. He looks but, just uh, like bonk, except but yeah, shitty. But the, the level where you go inside a dinosaur is different in bonk as you have to avoid coronavirus. <laughs> this isn't a joke. No, I believe you. <laughs> the coronavirus has a very specific look to it, and it's been around a long time. <laughs> um, shit, so... Oh, you probably just heard my, my dryer buzzer, and that is okay. Um, <laughs> so... I don't know. What else is there to say about Gun? I'm trying to think of anything interesting to say about it, but there's just... I, I have no How, idea. I, I guess this is more when we get to inv- investigation, so... 
but still, like, how the fuck did they go from this to uh, Tomb Raider, which I, I maintain is a solid platformer? No idea. <laughs> I just, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I haven't played Tomb Raider, but I've heard good things about that game. Never heard a good thing about Chuck Rock. <laughs> Maybe, oh, I know how. It's not Chuck Rock. Oh, you're right. It's not Chuck Rock. It yeah, there we go. Chuck Rock. <laughs> okay, I don't think we have anything else to say about Gun, which is really sad. Really sad. <laughs> this is, I mean, well, there is the fact that, I mean, we mentioned it earlier, but just the, I, how did anyone get past all those, like, you know, thorn patches? Oh, you yeah. just hop on them and just bypass it? You uh, usually have well, a rock you can throw on them. Yeah. Well, the rocks don't work on the thorn patches. No, no, there's a trick. Okay, so I, 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 I actually figured this out on my own. So in the first thorn patch you encounter is a rock. You have to throw the other rock on top of that rock <laughs> before you can get past it. This name is fucking Fuck horrible. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes you run into a thorn patch, and it means that you actually have to go like in reverse on the top layer of platforms. Yeah, it's until just like you Sonic run the into a, It's all about uh, exploring and learning the layouts of the. Layers. Oh yeah, and uh, it's uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on ketamine. Um, <laughs> and so you get to, and just like in Sonic the Hedgehog, sometimes you have to find like a weird machine that'll move you to the next chunk of level. Uh, which this in this machine case is usually a pterodactyl. Yeah, this machine yes, is usually yes. a pterodactyl, who's different from the pterodactyls that are constantly dive bombing you. Uh, it's a sleepy pterodactyl. Sleepy, sleepy pink pterodactyl will give you a ride if you hit it. Oh, I forgot to mention this in Vanity, and I have to, even though this is probably, you know, it, because it's from the uh, original game on the Amiga. Um, this game has samples. Uh, every time Chuck starts a level, he says, Unga Bunga. Unga Bunga. Which is, I don't know, it's fine. Um, he screams when he gets hurt, and he's like, there's a different scream. Well, it's the same scream, but pitched down when he dies. Um, a lot of the animals make weird noises as well. They're all sampled. In the Amiga version... Uh, Chuck screams in these following situations when he dies, when he gets hurt, when he, <laughs> he starts, and not to start the level, he does say Ungabunga, and when he kicks. Every time you kick in midair, he lets out a little scream. Also, and most when of, he feels like it. And when he feels like it. Also, most of the animal noises in the Amiga version are different pitched versions of Chuck's scream. In fact, I would say 50% of the sound effects, and I, I'm, I'm really not joking, I may be wrong, but I'm not exaggerating on purpose, are just Chuck screaming pitched in different ways. It's horrendous. It is so bad. The Super Nintendo version sounds way better. It also introduces a, a new sample uh, where Chuck goes, uh-oh, at the beginning of bosses, which is cute, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's, oh God, the, the fucking screaming in the Amiga version is so much. Um, one other thing I, I failed to mention in, in Vanity is the title screen of this fucking rules. Um, it is a full band. <laughs> There's a dinosaur, uh, Chuck, his wife Ophelia, and I think Gary Gritter. They're all playing different instruments and they play their instruments when that specific instrument is being played in the song. So it's really cool. So you can tell that the dinosaur is playing rhythm guitar. Chuck's playing lead guitar. Ophelia is playing the bass as well as a synthesizer that she reaches over to play. And Gary Gritter is playing the drums. Uh, it kind of rules. 
it's broken in the Super Nintendo version. The sprites just always animate, and Ophelia never plays the bass. So that's great. Uh, but I wanted to mention that because I think it's such a neat, a neat thing, and it's played with the best game, song in the game. So it's it's definitely kind of cool. So but, uh, much fucking effort for this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. For this, but yeah, the, the title screen is great. It is definitely all downhill from the title screen, uh, which is a pretty high point. <laughs> Uh, what else for gun? Anything? I wish I wish I wish Shepherd had a gun. <laughs> it'd, it'd probably be less tedious if Shepherd had a had a gun. I think you're right, Tigers. I think you were trying to say something, but I couldn't hear you. Oh, sorry. Um, I think what happened. I think the thing is they. I think they agreed. I think core design. And they were like, God, I wish I could just shoot that T-Rex with a gun. And, you know, it became a little napkin doodle, which <laughs> became the seed that became Tomb Raider. Chuck Rock 3, daughter of Chuck Rock. Yeah. Now eventually with evolved. <laughs> Um, All right. So <laughs> let's let's move on. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I thought someone called me. I thought you were talking about feet. <laughs> Isn't Laura Croft an archaeologist? What if she like dug up Chuck Rockbones in one of them? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's in there, honestly. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> but... What if they did a Jurassic Park but they just revived Chuck Rock? Imagine all the hijinks he'd get up to. Isn't that the plot of Enchino Man? I think he gets thought out. This would be cloning Chuck Rock. Yeah, so it would be like this would, this would be more of a Theodore Rex situation. You know, I don't think that there's any Chuck Rock Tomb Raider Easter eggs. That's kind of sad. And there's no Chuck Rock references in Ready Player One. I just want to say that. <laughs> I can. I, I don't think wanting to get away from the mistakes of your past is a bad thing. That's a good point. You know what? We we move and we and we grow and we move on from our, our terrible mistakes. All of us. And that's what the past 50 years have taught us. Um, it's all mistakes. Um, the, <laughs> let's, let's... Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry, I've been frozen this entire time. The oh. past has been all mistakes? Uh, mostly. Mostly mistakes. There there was McDonald's too, and they added an extra arch to the McDonald's logo. <laughs> that was good. I will never step inside a McDonald's too. So you'd think... <laughs> I, I did like Burger King Origins as well. <laughs> that, was, that was very good, where it was just they brought out a cow, and that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's legacy was a little much, though. Oh God, yeah, all the, the I cannot believe they cloned Wendy's that many times. It was really bad. Uh, let's move on to our next category, which is oh, it, it's a wild salary man corner. corner corner. Oh yes, I actually remembered this time. You didn't have to remind me. So, in something that feels like a practice bit, I forgot we were doing celery <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Finally, the first time in what? 50 years. <laughs> uh, which game is the Salary Man I'm Am definitely not going to play it right now. Caveman Games on the NES. <laughs> it's a sports game, so it's perfect for Salary Man Corner. 
Oh my god. Did anyone play this game but me? I played it for like 10 minutes and I only played like two of the mini games in it. And one of them I couldn't figure out how it worked and the other one I half figured out how it worked. That's good. That's, that's Give me a sec. appropriate. Why would I start now? <laughs> and and of course Bachelor's away, so we'll never know. Um <laughs> I could tell like in those 10 minutes that it was a way better game than Chuck Rock though. Oh god, really? No, it's way worse. <laughs> I mean, it's not good, you know, but I don't know. I thought okay, I tried this mini game where you have to make a fire and uh that was cute, yeah. It was weirdly complicated and uh simulationy. Like you have controls Okay, granted I didn't read the manual, so I'm kind of guessing, but... So you have two cavemen who are sitting in front of, like, fire pits, and uh, you control one of them, you're trying to make fire. You seem to tap A button a lot to, like, uh, you know, hit flint pieces together to make sparks. And then um, you also can use the D-pad to, like, blow air to try and fan the flames. And it seems like you can hold up to charge your blow and then down to release your blow. Uh, And you have to, like, do this delicate balance with, like, a moving, like, meter to make the fire go. I couldn't figure out how to actually do it, but it seemed interesting. It, it was kind of actually interesting. The, the the one control you missed is that if you hit the right button, you'll bonk the other caveman on the head uh-huh. and <laughs> get knocked out for like ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, there was more to it than I expected. You know. Yeah, there there are in, in caveman games there are six events. Uh, it, it's sort of meant to be like the Olympics. Uh, there's saber race, which you're running away from a saber tooth tiger. There's mate toss, where you toss your mate. Like, uh, uh, what, what do they toss usually in, uh, in the Olympics? What am I thinking of? Caber? Caber toss? Anyway, um, there's... Caber is tossing the really big blobs. Oh, yeah, and there's shot put, and then there's the discus. It's, it's... Oh, and there's the one that's like a ball on a chain, though, isn't there? Yeah, the wife toss. The wife toss, yeah. Spouses, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, you toss your wife. Are we still saying that 50 years later? Um, I mean... Spouse is still a thing. It's no. retro cool, but yeah. yeah. It, it's it's kind of like, you know, kind of like the caveman games in the modern era are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wife game. There's there's clubbing, which is the worst fighting game I've ever played. There's fire start, there's dino race and dino vault. Um, I played everything but saber race and yeah, mate toss was kind of, it was an A mashy button pretty much or mash the A button and then choose your angle is fine. Or no, that one you had to like switch back and forth between left and right to get a good rhythm going. That's what it was. That was kind of neat. Um, Dino vault. I literally could not do. I just kept dying. Uh, di- <laughs> Firestar was really hard. I couldn't complete it. So I literally c- had to reset the game so that I could try a different game. I, I couldn't finish it. Clubbing was horrible. Um, just just two cavemen just inching up to each other and occasionally tapping each other on the head with a club until one dies. Dino Race was the one that killed me though. Like the the worst. Because it's a um it's what do they call it when you jump over shit? Why can't I think of words? Uh you run and you jump over shit and then you run again. You jump again. Oh hurdles, uh, hurdles. hurdles. It's hurdles on a dinosaur. So you have to smash A to run. Then you hit B at just barely before the obstacle to jump over it. If you fuck it up, you crash your dinosaur and it takes a solid seven or eight seconds to get back on your dinosaur. And then you do, you do it again. And it, I, I played that for five or six minutes, four of which the computer had already finished the race and I had it would not let me quit. <laughs> um, uh, it, it was a lot. 
The uh, portraits for these uh, cavemen are so charming, though. The game has art. Yeah. I will give it they that. All, have, all the cavemen have little biographies, too, which is kind of fun. Yeah, they have very long biographies full of typos, but they, they, I, they are I there. I just really want to know everything there is to know about Gronk. <laughs> well, luckily for you, did I upload Gronk? I no, want to know sad. what the deal with Vincent is. What are his hopes and fears? Yeah. Who who did that to him? He has glasses. Who made his glasses? Did he do it himself? Thag is sometimes referred to as Mr. Charisma. Uh-huh. Because of his dis- his dashing good looks and his prowess in the mate toss. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Vincent is a native of North America and has a reputation as one of the more intelligent athletes. He can speak almost one language proficiently. <laughs> That's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. It's one of those NES like sports compilation games where most of it is smashing A, and I I didn't like it. It made me mad. But I also only had like ten minutes before I had to go do something else, so I, I barely touched it. Vincent is known for a highly developed sense of fear, and his hobbies include running away from carnivores. Strengths none. <laughs> that's my boy. That's my. <laughs> that's definitely my boy. <laughs> yep. You can see in this screenshot, listener, that the because uh, I put I taped it to the vinyl. <laughs> um, that there's a uh, there's my spouse throwing me or uh, giving me a thumbs up after I threw her 50 yards or 50 feet. I'm not sure. This has extremely um, like desk. Like this feels like wacky nineties desktop calendar kind of feel like literally physically desktop calendar. Yeah. It has a very far side vibe. Yeah. yeah. It, it's page a day far side for cavemen. I, I like, mean, cavemen are a regular feature of Farside. That's true, yeah, actually. <laughs> I mean, Miles. What's that? Do, do we blame BC for all this caveman shit? Huh. This is all the parts for fault. I hadn't considered BC. I, me and me and OSB have a theory, have a little pet theory that we'll get into in, in uh, uh, the next section about what, yeah. what what is up with all these cavemen games and other media. <laughs> We're going to finally answer the question we posed in episode one all those years ago. Yeah, incredible stuff. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about Caveman Games. It's 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 one of those compilation sports games that you play with your likely sibling or friend uh, when you're eight, and you're like, "This is fun," but it, it's not. And when you're you wrong. buy bought a bot of cheap, when you bought a lot of cheap NES games off eBay in the two thousands for a nickel. Uh, God, some people really lucked out uh, compulsively buying those. Um, <laughs> um, it was one of those games you had 50 of and didn't give a shit about. Exactly. You sold them for a penny. <laughs> and now they, they've accrued in value, so they're uh, a dollar. Yeah, it's it's not good. How much does a dollar go for in 2071? Well, paper doesn't really exist anymore, so they're still pretty valuable, but mostly as a writing medium due to their durability. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. We we've moved to <laughs> McDonald's coin, so <laughs> as the major currency. Uh there there are the Taco Bells that you can get as physical currency, uh which which are little bells made of plastic, so those are those are pretty valuable. 
I just live off of trading NFTs. <laughs> what? I thought they were... T- fuck. I thought they were tacos. Near fi- uh, <laughs> d- Yes, however, NFTs mean something different now. That means near-field teledildonics. Are you telling me <laughs> yeah, that I... Are you telling me that I shouldn't have eaten all of these bells? Probably not. But yeah, mostly because you're ex- you're extremely valuable now, and uh... oh, the hunters will be coming. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Guess I'm gonna have to talk to my gastroenterologist about this now. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you're in the service, so you have access. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. If we can, if we can contact HQ uh, between all the interference from the Minovsky particles, I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to go We're with it. In a Minovsky particle field, halfway between the fucking Nicholas the Seventeenth jerk-off crystal field, needs work. <laughs> and 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 uh, double Stalin's uh, orgy temple. <laughs> you know, I gotta say though, back in 2021, I was really afraid that Elon Musk would have some sort of uh, like legacy. But after yeah, hilariously, he- absolutely nothing. Yeah, just gone. Just just yeah. he, he basically disappeared. I think he might have fallen into a volcano, and then he he got really mega canceled, and he's gone now. I read on uh, triple Reddit three <laughs> times the Reddit. I'm a red deer now, uh, and I'm sorry. Took me 35 years to finally give in, but I did because I needed to enter a special sweepstakes in order to try to win some insulin at one point. But obviously I lost, and now I'm in Russia. Um, but I read that he, he tried to vibe with the wrong crystal. <laughs> Yeah, crystal <laughs> far more powerful than any he was ready for. Tried to jump <laughs> to the front of the line with his big money. Yeah, tried to take the fucking. Anyway, I'm sorry. I get very worked up about crystals and access. <laughs> All right. Let's. Speaking of access to crystal crystals uh, and their dynamics, let's move on to our next category, uh, which is investigation. I think that was a stellar and uh, unassailable transition. Uh, Segway uh, master right here. <laughs> um, obviously, I did a ton of investigation watching all these uh, these different ports. And I think the real revelation, well, not to jump ahead, but the real revelation for me is that the, the last version of this that was released appears to be the worst. Um, Amiga CD32. You'd think coming back home... You'd have some sense that this would be a good port, maybe the best port. It is the Amiga version, including the fact that it only has one song. Uh, Also, it plays worse, and there seem to be weird glitches that are totally unaccountable. I, I, it could, it, there's only one recording of it on YouTube. I did not try to emulate it. It could have been emulation issues. I don't know. 
but I'm fairly certain it is essentially the Amiga version, which is incredible. It's, it's interesting to think about how the CD32 version uh, happens to echo the core theme of Chuck Rock on a philosophical level that you can never return home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Platforming sucks so much. Because <laughs> you literally can't go backwards because everything is one-way passages because you fell off a cliff or something. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was that was a big one for me. Um, the obviously we talked a little bit about Core going on to make Tomb Raider, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, then the big thing I didn't know that there was BC Racers until uh, Rudy and Bougie played it on one of their streams. Uh, <clears throat> what the fuck? Oh, go ahead. Rudy and Bougie and. Were you you were you playing too? I literally played it on stream that night. Oh, okay. I, I probably wasn't there for that. Yeah, and Tigris. <laughs> but yeah, which seems like a fairly decent Mario Yeah, party? it's okay! Yeah. What, it's what, okay! What console is that on? Um, Genesis. It, it's on a bunch of them. It's on Genesis and Sega CD and 32X. Mm. Uh, 32X is overall the best version. It had a really cool lighting effect. Like, it would light up the road in front of you, which I still fucking don't know how they did that one. Um, on a fucking uh, on with using like a Mario start cart style like mode seven sort of field. Don't know how they had a lighting effect in that. Looks shockingly amazing. It has kind of a weird slippery driving model, but it works. And the game's designed around the weird si- slippery driving model. It's a completely functional game. It's got some pretty impressive graphics. I yeah, it's fine. It's it's fundamentally okay. I don't it's fucking weird. know why the fuck this happened. It's okay, if not impressive. It's <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. It's BC Racers is the best of the bunch out of nowhere. Who knew Chuck Rock's true calling was to be an a better than average Mario Kart clone? Yeah, so that was kind of neat. <laughs> that was kind of neat to see. That's yeah, but. Uh... I, I guess I, I me and OSB have our little pet theory, but I, I don't know what, what, what do y'all got for uh for investigation here? Main thing is as we've alluded to, this was by that like um well, it would take a few years and I don't know how much of the team was still in it, but like yeah, t- Tomb Raider devs. Oh, a surprising amount of the team was still there, given that this only came out like four years before uh, the first Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and BC Racers was like two years before Tomb Raider. It's it's a re- it's really really weird that they went from the well, BC Racers does feel like the missing link. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> uh, can someone explain the missing link to shrug? <laughs> so, so uh, BC Ra- Racers confirms the existence of Bigfoot. That that's it. Well, there actually, uh, given what we can see of Chuck Rock's physiognomy, uh, I, I I suspect he might be a Bigfoot himself. Yeah, he I, he certainly seems like. Uh, one. Damn it! Where are my calipers? <laughs> 
your dedicated foot calipers. My dedicated foot calipers. <laughs> um, oh, one My thing... favorite thing about Bigfoot is it was just two different dudes in Spokane <laughs> who were acting parallel to each other, but both of them were just dudes in Washington. There's just a guy in Spokane who says, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a dude in Spokane who's like, oh, yeah, that footage, that was me. It was just me. Some dude said they'd pay me to put on a gorilla suit and take, and they would record me, and then they never paid me. <laughs> I know a guy who claims that he's responsible for the main video people use as proof of the Mayaka skunk ape, the Florida version of Bigfoot. He and his brother were like, in early high school and one of them put on just a gorilla costume and walked through Mayaka state park and he filmed it like on his cell phone. They uploaded it to YouTube and somehow it ended up getting like millions of views and just reams of comments of people analyzing every frame. So there's that. <laughs> Fucking rules. I want to, I have a... to say the skunk ape is a beautiful name for uh, a cryptid. It is. Yeah. I want to be a cryptid. That's, you know what? Fuck this podcast. Fuck my job. I'm going to go full bore on becoming a cryptid. <laughs> oh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> I was speaking as one. Working yeah. on becoming a cryptid, but then uh, my medical costs got out of hand, so I had to join the service. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shrek. One of these days. You know what? We'll, maybe we'll be the first du uh, double cryptid. Um, <laughs> double cryptid pretty impressive mm. um what one thing that um the sega cd version of chuck rock 2 has is a fucking fully animated intro like it actually looks great which all seem to have been animated in the same style as the other two chuck games which have which also have sega cd versions and also have uh animated intros the sega cd version of chuck rock um, the same intro as the Amiga version, except it's voiced. So it is, it is really not that different, but Chuck Rock Jr. It's like, it, it like kind of like the, uh, the Zelda games and the CDI, that weird like pixel art animation where it's like yeah. halfway between a Hanna-Barbera cartoon and a bunch of pixels. It's pretty dope. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. The, uh, the, the one with narration Sounds like a fucking British dad reading a children's book for the five millionth time and is really bored of it. It's weird. Oh, uh, no. Ophelia's been kidnapped by Gary Glit Gritter. It's fucking bizarre. <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't know. I just want to talk about, like, what's with all these caveman games? <laughs> It's time. All right. So, uh, yeah, I was looking into this today. I wanted to have a good answer to this question. And uh, I, the best I could come up with is I ended up finding a book um, that, oh, hold on. Uh, I got to find the title of it real quick. But it was the, a book. Of, oh, I'll you tell you the title. The yeah. Caveman Mystique, Pop Darwinism and the Debates over Sex, Violence and Science. I think it was released in 2008. Yeah, thank you. So this is a academic feminist text about um, caveman stuff, caveman culture, I guess, and other things. But it posits that uh, one of the reasons why cavemen became so popular as a cultural figure in the 90s was uh, the rise of evolutionary psychology, or rather the repopularization of evolutionary psychology in the late 80s, starting in the late 80s, where... Uh, People got more into the idea of um, 
the evolutionary circumstances of early man uh, dictating our psychology and that even though we live in the modern era where life is totally different, our psyches are still shaped by evolutionary pressures. And so a lot of people, and they still do today, especially online, use that idea as a justification for uh, toxic masculinity, basically, as like... uh, I knew it was a ten-hour thing. Don't forget (laughs) racism. Yeah, and racism, that's true. It's tool time all the way down. Because (laughs) like is literally just phrenology for the late 20th century. It sucks. I can't believe that Caveman Games and the Bell Curve sprung from the same spring. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's kind of like it really tracks though. Like you know, it's this very men are from Mars, women are from Venus, like gender essentialism that kind of like you can trace it backwards to this fun version of the caveman who's essentially the same as a modern day like dirtbag basically right like watching television throwing beer cans at the tv oh no my hot wife has been kidnapped i mean he's practically a sitcom like character he is tim allen like it's a living it's a living yeah and so it's it's it is very it kind of really tracks like in a shocking way (laughs) yeah the caveman figure is like a uh example of like uh you know a man who's uh hewing to all of his base evolutionary instincts you know he's like a he's a slob he's huge hairy super masculine he treats his wife like shit like he throws women around he has a club you know wearing rags all this shit it's sort of like um stand in to like justify like if you're refusing to like grow up or you're like a shitty guy you know and you're misogynist or whatever it's like you can identify with the caveman you know it gives you an excuse the cops yeah. are coming for you because you cracked the code. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> to me, this is the dying days of the caveman. Nine, it's over. It's over. Jurassic Park's 1993. Name, name a notable caveman thing after Jurassic Park. Geico commercial? Uh, Flintstones movie? Nope, that doesn't count. That's, that's 50 years old at that point. Geico, <laughs> Geico that's it and that yeah. was was that was a totally different thing the whole and the Geico <laughs> caveman commercial tv show was a huge failure yeah the whole the whole point of cavemen are so humans can interact with dinosaurs it begins <laughs> and ends with that name a notable piece of caveman media that isn't about some guy with a bone in his hair riding a pterodactyl <laughs> maybe maybe you need to maybe you need to uh, go through the fire of the metaphor in order to you know set uh, get to the point where you're doing going mask off for it you know <laughs> cavemen cavemen media served its social purpose also there were cool dinosaurs that people were riding on and now we just have MRAs. <laughs> I think this is a parallel evolution thing, ironically, where like what happened was there were two groups that were really living on cavemen. There was, you know, the, this whole evolutionary biology perspective, but also there's all the dinosaur kids. And the dinosaur yeah. kids, yeah. And so we've got, I think both of them are what actually happened. Well, I think I, that's right. And I think that Chuck Rock is from the Evo psych right winger like vein. And I think that <laughs> I think Bonk is from the like kids love dinosaurs vein. Yeah, oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. This, this game is is as like 
grotesque in terms of how it treats its single woman character. Of course, we're not getting into that because there's only two other humans in the game. But it, I mean, she literally gets clubbed in the head while doing laundry and dragged away by the hair. It's it's sort of horrendous. Yeah, <laughs> it's really rough. Like that Amiga cutscene from the original version is uh-huh. like rough to watch. It's not good. Was so, it written by Joe Rogan or something? It feels very Love Joe Rogan. Jokes. <laughs> but yeah, it's just very like, you know, I, I do think that if anything, Chuck Rock is melding the two things together into one grotesque package. <laughs> um, and See No Man was 1992, by the way. So I was hoping that was post-Jurassic Park, but nope. And the Geico commercials were almost a reaction to the caveman thing. Because now yeah, I'm remembering the, the whole point premise was, is they're well, smart. What about 10,000 BC? That was after 1992. What is that? I never rem- oh, I did not remember that movie existed until you literally fucking told me right now. So I just accidentally looked up 19,999 BC. That's not right. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's also important to note the evolution of Bonk, which is really grotesque and weird. I love that Bonk bonked so often that his head turned into a butt. Wow, what happened to Bonk? When you eat meat, that's what happens. You turn into these different Bonks. Your skin changes color, and you become more, like, powerful and rage-filled. It's kind of confusing. That looks cool as hell. God, I wish we were fucking playing a Bonk game. No shit. 2009 <laughs> comedy starring Jack Black and Michael Sarah as a pair of hunter-gatherers in ancient Rome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, what about the okay. Crudes? Wait, 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 wait. Is, is, that, is, is that Jack Black one? That's not, isn't, is that not... What's his name? Hemrick or whatever his name? Who's the... Who's the it is directed by is. Roland Emmerich. Yep. 10,000 BC is directed by uh, uh, Roland Emmerich. Year one, I don't think it. Oh, okay. He, he's a funny guy. He should Ten, do comedy someday. 10,000 BC is the one with the boring guy from The Expanse in it. Stephen Strait? I've never seen that movie. but <laughs> I have no idea. It has extremely generic... It has extremely generic... Uh, there's like cave people and they end up going to Egypt because there's going to be, I don't know, it's its stupid, it's dumb, it's bad. <laughs> Year one is kind of more of a Bible comedy, so it's kind of a different thing. Yeah. Uh, and bad they news, are everyone. They so explicitly cavemen. Yeah. What were you saying, Bachelor? I, I did a Google search for, is Chuck Rock Christian? I got nothing. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> but is uh... Chuck Rock circumcised? <laughs> Right. Yes, it's it's definitely a, a, a hmm. it's a ritual. Come on. I mean, I would question if <laughs> Chuck Rock, living. if Chuck Rock has access to the kind of tools that would allow circumcision, but He's there is that. Wait, the first movies that, came out after Jurassic Park. Yeah, like there but, is the, the yeah, but it's it's, uh, it's, it's at the tail end. Like it's forty years year. old. There's yeah, this, and it was a year after Jurassic Park. There's the famous scene. What about uh, Flintstones and Diva Rock Pop, Vegas? For Christ's sake. There's the, there's the famous episode in the Bible, I think, before they took Jericho, where all of the uh, all of the younger generation that had been out in the desert uh, hadn't been circumcised, and the Lord demanded that um, they do a mass circumcision, and to, in order to do so, they... Uh, made knives of flint 
and uh, everyone got circumcised, and they made a mountain of uh, foreskins <laughs> from all of their their uh, all their all their prep prep uses and laid around. So I guess it was pretty good or pretty handy that they did the whole like circling the walls with a trumpet and knock knocking them down thing this, because this is a yeah this is a plot point in the movie Year One by the way. <laughs> the massive, the massive mass circumcision. Well, uh, that that Abraham demands the main characters get circumcised. Yes. Wait, uh, according it, to Wikipedia, is that shitty, like grim, you know, real world Flintstones comics still being published? Oh, no, that's been over for a few years. Well, I mean, okay, I could just pitch a whole storyline about just, male circumcision or whatever. I just think it's like it's such a such a strong image, the mountain of foreskins and everyone lying around for a week because they got adult circumcised. Like, why isn't that? And why isn't there a whole movie about that? <laughs> Tell me why. It's it's quite a, it's quite a traumatizing event. Yeah, it seems like you, a lot. You combine that. With the dinosaur, the little the little moil dinosaur that's you know doing all the cutting, the one that says it's a living, <laughs> it's a living. It's got it's a little. A, it's like a dinosaur power saw, right? Got it's, a little yeah. knife in its in its teeth. It's a living. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a money idea, but people on Tumblr would go, "Wow, this comic's so wild! It's got the Bible, <laughs> it's got Flintstones." And someone will try and tell you it's good. It's not good. It would be the worst comic ever made, it's but got, it would exist. It's got the, it's got prepuces. <laughs> Christ Almighty. Prepuce twenty ninety nine. Christ Almighty's later. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I forgot. Sorry, that's the sequel. Um, oh, right. You know what else uh, uh, happens? And you know what else Chuck Rock is? It's it's uh, better on the Genesis. Oh yeah, it does what Nintendo don't. Yep. Yeah, it, it has slightly better control. Provide an outlet for horrible Amiga devs to unleash their worst fucking impulses in the purest forms they could get away with. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's and, uh, what Sega does, that Nintendo. I gotta see if Trotters is on of, Genesis. Of a ton of great arcade games, yeah. Hey, I will say in favor of the Super Nintendo port, according to the only positive review on game FAQs, uh, this game is good because it runs at a solid 60 frames per second. No, it doesn't. That's not true. That's one of the major problems with it. You're going to have to take it up with that guy on game FAQs. It it doesn't. One One of the reasons the Genesis port is better is that it actually runs at a a consistent frame rate. Take it up with Sweaty Boris on Game Facts. Do they mean that like it run? It's an NTSC game and runs at sixty hertz versus PALS fifty. I have no fucking clue. I don't know. Oh We're yeah, they, the-, the the Amiga version is is PAL, so it runs at fifty hertz. But they 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 speed up the game, or I should say, they slow it down for other territories. So oh, slightly. Imagine this game playing even slower. Yeah, I know. The, oh, well, I don't have to admit it, because I, I saw the Game Boy version, which is awful. It is so slow. There's so much slowdown. And it, it goes back to the Amiga tradition of playing the, the fucking same song for every level. <laughs> and terrible. Um, the Master System version doesn't have any backgrounds. Same for the Game Gear, so it's all black. 
Um, the Commodore 64 version is maybe the ugliest, which is kind of a, a treat. Uh, horrible. Uh, the, the title music on, on the C64 just sounds like farting. Uh, what other notes do I have? The game gets slightly less horny as time goes on. So for the, uh, the first few ports, this was the ending. I'm going to read it to you. Gary is crushed. I guess he never had the stomach for it. Chuck can't wait to get home and out of his leaves. And by the look on Ophelia's face, neither can she. Will Chuck ever get his peace? The end. Ew. Ah, That's gross. ah. It is peace. (laughs) But the, the Master System port was the first one I saw that just changes it. Chuck cannot wait to get home and out of his leaves and take a well-deserved vacation. So, And then everything after that uses that text. What, his nude vacation? Yeah, Chuck's apparently. nude vacation is the game I want to play. <laughs> I wish I could find the comic book for this fucking terrible game, but I can't. It exists. <laughs> Yeah, if, if anybody can find the, the comic book, uh, please send it to me. By the way, I got an email, but I didn't clear it with the person who sent it that I could read it on the air, and I am very um, particular about stuff like that. So thank you for the email. I'll be emailing you soon, and I'll probably read it on the next one. Uh, but it was very kind and had, had many kind things to say about our podcast. So uh, uh, Also said that some of the episodes can't be downloaded, so I don't know which ones. I'm going to try oh boy, and figure out what happened. be an adventure. Uh, yeah. I've I've got an archive of of all the episodes. To my knowledge, I have an archive of all of the episodes. So, uh, so I, I listeners help us out by downloading all of the episodes again. Yeah, and tell me which ones don't work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's all I have for for investigation. I feel like we have solidly addressed the question, at least, of uh, of what was with all those caveman games. Maybe not to a consensus, but that's okay. Um, I Yeah, and, and I don't know. It's fucking Chuck Rock, right? Like, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I do want to say... I always do this. Literally always do this. I guess I do want to say <laughs> that um, watching six hours of Chuck Rock is not an experience I can recommend, but having this level of knowledge about various ports of Chuck Rock is... Uh, I, I feel like I may be unique in the world now. <laughs> Me and Tigress are, are pretty unique characters now (laughs) so that's i definitely am the only person in 2021 who pulled out two game consoles the snes and the snes and genesis to compare the verd to compare uh chuck rock on actual hardware and a crt yes just to be sure that isn't a joke no no it's not and i'm i'm almost certain you're the only person to have played chuck rock Genesis version on a CRT period this year. I can't imagine anyone else has done that, but you're in, you're in someone in Europe probably. Well, yeah, but you're in, in can rare we talk about the way Chuck Roth looks on the cover of this Sager game gear? Oh God. Why does he look? Oh man. He looks extraordinarily drunk on this one. And they, I guess he fits his uh, severe underbite. He he looks like he's pre, he's pre gaming right before you know right before the big uh, rock foot game or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he certainly. I mean, I the first thing I thought was, why does he look like he's about to sing a Frank Sinatra classic at me? It, it off key, 
Like, I don't know. There's something really sleazy about this Claire, Chuck Rock. <laughs> we should look in to see if this is the first job that uh, Seth MacFarlane ever got out of art school. <laughs> he looks really bad. <laughs> but he always looks bad. He looks better than the other versions of Chuck Rock. Like, the one that uh, that, that you posted up, up at the top. I, I think that might be the original release, Bachelor. Is that the right? Like, where did that picture come from? I don't know. It's hideous. It's hideous. Look- it looks like like you'd hire someone to like airbrush that on the back of your van. Yes. And and, and Chuck has like green sprouts of hair on the top of his head, so he kind of looks like he kind of looks like a potato placed on top of several other potatoes. I don't know what's going on. It's just hideous. His he looks like he's wearing like some sort of like he's okay, so he's got his leaves, right? And then he's got love handles, but in front of the love love handles is a belly and some boobs, and they're like kind of like placed upon it. So it kind of looks like he's wearing like you know like what like what would you call that Ms. Doubtfire? Yeah, suit. like he's wearing like kind of like a bib made out of boobs and belly, and also his hands look like feet. And also, this is a <laughs> terrible drawing. Um, it's so bad. Whoever did this was they were probably kind of stoned. The Theta CG cover art is the best rendered of any of them, which is sort of upsetting in its that own is way. Also, <laughs> that is also the cover they used for the Genesis and uh, and Super Nintendo versions. That little so blue that dinosaur. Sense. That little blue dinosaur on the back just saw Chuck Rock sack. <laughs> it has very large That's, eyes. I was trying to ask, us. what what do we think the little blue dinosaur is staring at? Sack, sack is a good answer. Yeah, it is a plot point that Chuck Rock, because Ophelia was doing laundry, doesn't have any clothes and has to wear leaves instead of clothes. Because they needed to fucking explain why a caveman was wearing leaves. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's it's in the intro. Yeah. There's in the Amiga one. Yeah. That's horrible. That's not the Genesis cover, though, Uh, because this is the Genesis cover. Oh, that's actually well, the nicest looking one. It's the Mega Drive cover. That looks like a fun. That looks like a fun little guy. Yeah, he's he's much more cartoony. His elbow is far less detailed as well. He he looks like he, he you know someone who said you know oh you know it's a great magazine check out Chuck Rock you know did shit yeah <laughs> oh this has strong Bino is a great magazine energy gonna gonna finish Chuck Rock and uh, read some Dennis the Menace um. <laughs> it's cute though it's fine um what else what else what i else? think what we else? need i think we need to i think we need to bring this home i think we need wait to bring i just realized something oh, go ahead in oh that cover he looks like an exact hybrid between um uh what's that clown named in the old like newspaper comic clown that did crossovers with other stuff does anyone know what i'm talking about big have... hulking clown guy pinhead zippy zippy, zippy. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> yeah. he looks like half zippy and half popeye he does look a lot like Zippy. Oh my god, he is the middle anamorph between Zippy yeah. and Popeye. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mentioned that earlier. If, if you imagine Zippy turning into Popeye and stop at about 33%, you've got Chuck Rock. That's exactly Chuck Rock. <laughs> oh my god! He's really fucking me up. <laughs> okay. Okay, no more investigation. It's not good for us. We can't investigate anymore if we want to retain our sanity. Yeah. So. I'm Chuck Rock the... Say... 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 Sega Man? No. 
<laughs> okay. Let's so we're gonna move on to our final category, which is revelation. And Revelation is where I give everybody uh, somewhere between 30 seconds and three minutes. <laughs> but let's try to keep it short. To just like kind of give... Hmm? want some linear time. Yeah. To uh, to give us their final thoughts on Chuck Rock uh, and what it means to them. <laughs> and uh, and a, a, a final score, which we're going to say is out of seven... Uh, rocks. Rocks. <laughs> Out of seven rocks. Um, so it, any order is fine. Whoever is brave enough to go first in this Chuck Rock venture. I'm giving this game no rocks. This game fucking sucks. Uh, yabba dabba don't. Hell yeah. That, that's my bottom line. I'll, uh, I, I can go next. Please. Um, this game gave me a new appreciation for nearly every caveman game, including other games in the Chuck Rock series I've played. I am now one of the world's leading experts on Chuck Rock, and I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> this is going to severely uh, impact my life. However, uh, it has given... I do know how I'm going to get out of this foxhole, because what the, uh, what, what the clashing Russian armies have not figured out is that um, um, the, uh, that uh, I'm going to chuck some rocks at them. Yeah, finally. Going, and, I'm going, going and, and I'm gonna win the whole thing for uh, I'm gonna win I'm gonna win the whole thing for I don't know uh, Kafka 7. <laughs> the, uh, the great emperor of uh, the part of Russia I'm apparently fighting for? I don't know. This this storyline is getting out of hand. Um, <laughs> how uh, many rocks? How many rocks? Uh, how many rocks? Uh, fuck. One rock. I've played worse than this, but not a lot worse. Love it. I'll go next. Why not? Fuck it. I played uh, Chuck Rock Two, Son of Chuck, when I was a kid on the uh, the Game Gear. Um, it has a password uh, feature because that that game, uh, the Game Gear, only lasts about fourteen minutes on on thirty eight double uh, A's. I know the joke is old, but it was really true. Um, so I, I said a joke. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, the joke is is that it it takes thirty nine double A's. Um, the <laughs> the music in that game is pretty cool. It was the first time I heard like really, I guess I'd say arpeggiated. I don't know, but those those fun Euro sounding demo scene ask songs. So I kind of had uh, high hopes for Chuck Rock, and I was I was as disappointed as I've I've been in a game I think in a long time. <laughs> um, I, I despise this to my very core. Um, I have played worse games, but I have not played or experienced this much of a worse game ever, I give it 
zero rocks out of seven. I, I hated it, and I'm I'm so glad we did it because it's always fun to to hang out uh, with y'all after 50 years. I'm still you're still not sick of me, hopefully, and I'm still not sick of you. <laughs> so zero yeah. zero rocks for the game, seven rocks for the experience of talking about it, which averages out to zero. <laughs> 50 years later, and you're all still you know rocking my brown area and such. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Paint and brown area. <laughs> I, I was trying to keep it tasteful, Tulpa. <laughs> this movie, th- this game, Here's you something tasteful for you. No, what, what the, the fuck? What the fuck did, what did you, you just? Know? How is this? You so there's a game called Fred. Now. You can't just drop this now. <laughs> okay, Tulpa, you're going last, and you have to talk about this picture, oh, but it's wins. quarantined until then, okay? Bachelor, please give me your summary. We played worse games than this. Don't ask me to name them, but... Um... That Dead 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 No Chitaro game is worse. Yeah, Ooh, no, that was, okay. oh, I wasn't going to name it, but that was it. <laughs> that game was easily worse than this. <laughs> okay, yeah, moving my rocks up to two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a game where you just hit people with your hair. Not even like Kabuki Quantum Fighter way. It had the same feel. But, you know, it's working off good source material, which makes it kind of worse. That makes a bad (laughs) game off something so good. That's true. Um, Yeah, I mean, I did get to the boss in the Genesis version. I thought that wasn't totally unpleasant. I mean, this is a whole damn genre. Like, the whole, like, 16-bit platformer, it's trash. Unless you're running, like, from right to left, once you start, like, going up and down on a screen, your game sucks, you know? And uh, this game, it's just as bad as Bubsy and Arrow the Acrobat, and I don't know. Not Jerry Boy. Jerry Boy looks like has a cute little gimmick to it. Um. Yeah. This I have. I have no point here. I'm defeated <laughs> by this game, and by Fred. I wish this was not on my screen. Uh, zero rocks. Zero rock. Zero Actually, rocks. No. No. This this game is about half a dozen pebbles in your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, for my ranking of this game, I'm. Instead of like giving a bottom line review in words, I want to like paint you a picture, which is um, Chuck Rock using his like giant underbite to like scoop up a bunch of peas out of the giant sack of peas that you can get points for. And he's just like jutting his chin into the peas and scooping them up and peas are flying everywhere and going into his mouth. And there's just foamy pea like gurgling out of his mouth and... Uh, <laughs> That's that's uh, how I feel about this game. Zero rocks. So, so oh my it's, god, it's just like uh, smack bar and pay wet. <laughs> Christ! Incredible, incredible. Uh, I'm trying to sum up my feelings about about Chuck Rock for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Um. All I can think of is the time that I met a traveler from an antique land who said, Two fast and legless feet of stone stand somewhere in Derby. Near them on the pavement, half sunk a shattered visage lies, whose jaw and tiny spheric head tell that its sculptor, well, some set of genitals once read, 
but yet survived, stamped on a skull and face, and those ungabungas that issued, and the horned, <laughs> the horned that once fed a thousand thousand British fetishists of glowered brown and sparse-haired sack, and those by head hair dragged. And on that pedestal, these words appear. My name is Chuck Rock, King of Games. Look on my dong face, ye game players, and despair. Nothing beside remains round the decay of that goggle-eyed colossal wreck, boundless and bare. The lone and level pavement stretches far away. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, How many is that out of, out of seven rocks? I give it. I give it one rock buried underneath uh, Gibeath Harloth, the hill of foreskins. Um, <laughs> out, of, out of out of seven. <laughs> Thank you, Shrek. <laughs> that was incredible. Need it need is it needs a it needs a revision. <laughs> so, I I I think I've I've gathered all the scores here. So, <laughs> the six of us have rated this a total of what I what I counted as three point five bachelor. I counted half a dozen pebbles as as point five. So three point five divided by six. This gets an average score of point five eight three. Repeating. <laughs> So less than one. Uh, so take that as a recommendation. It's a 0.58 out of seven <laughs> for Mitsu style. <laughs> um, and Tolpa, please describe Fred to us. Oh, Fred is apparently an Atari XL slash Etsy game. I have no idea what it is. I was looking for things to say in place of uh, it's not Chuck Rock. And I found this... Uh, very stimulating cover art of a extraordinarily horny bearded uh, caveman who appears to have a lizard sticking out of his ass. <laughs> uh, he also has extremely defined pectorals and nothing else. Nothing extremely, else is defined. Extremely angular cubic pectorals, I would yeah, you could uh, you could slice cheese with those pictorials. It's a lot to look at. It is he, far worse than Chuck Rock. He looks like a Margaret Margaret Keene rendition of a caveman. I can just hear the '70s prog rock album. This is the cover of. He looks <laughs> like uh, if Elf Quest got really horny for cavemen suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't the elves actually kind of like cave elves? I thought that was uh, part of the premise. They're, they're they're like terrible Native American pastiche. Well, there you go. Well, thank you for describing it. It's horrible to look upon, and uh, I'm I'm literally going to delete this message. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Can't look at it I'll anymore. Just post it again. Just make it your cover for this episode. You're fucking banned. Uh- <laughs> So thanks, everybody. I think that's it for this podcast. So thank you for listening uh, for the past 50 years. If you've been around that long, if you've only been since the fourth Crimean War, you know, that's great, too. We always appreciate your listenership. Um, I'm going to have everyone do their their brief, uh, uh, you know, self-promotion here. So, yeah, where could people find you if they want more of you? I am 
Automatic Tiger on Twitter, and I'm Automatic Tiger on the Select Button forums. And I also do a podcast with uh, Rudy Shrug and Bougie called War Movies, where we review war movies. And that's also just part of Hinge Problems. So I guess it's really Hinge Problems, War Movies. Look up Hinge Problems and listen to us talk about movies about war. It's fun. Most of the time. <laughs> uh, yes, it's me. I'm Shrug. Um... I am, as uh, aforementioned, uh, by Tigris on Hinge Problems talking about Wormovis. I I have been known to uh, be present on a a certain Dungeons & Dragons and very occasionally other games uh, podcast, No Rangers Allowed, which might have another episode someday. I'm not holding my breath. Um, uh, baby tabletop games at nub.zone or shrug.zone. Uh, Twitter, shrugopolis. I guess that's it. Please send help. I'm Bachelor. You can find me at bachelorsoft.com. I'm on Twitter at bachelorsoft. I'm on Instagram at bachelorsoft. Patreon.com slash Bachelorsoft. I'm uh I'm the best. Can you know. we still find you on OnlyFans? No, no, no. I'm, I'm done with them. No respect those 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 creeps. No respect to, to the hardworking, you know, people out there, you know, showing feet and flashing holes and giving the people what they want. No, death to OnlyFans. <laughs> um Fansly though, fansly.com slash uh Patch Oh, thank you for keeping me up to date on which one is still good. Actually, um, it might be fans.ly. I'm sure they both work. <laughs> I'm leaving that to my interns to like sort that stuff out. Yeah, go look at my game, uh, DDD, the natural playboys. It's really great, and it'll be out. Oh, wait, no, it came out 45 years ago, but yeah, so you can just go play it right now. Still, it's still good. It's still good. I'm one second before on select button. Also, you should watch Preserving Worlds and Sarasota Half in Dream both on Means TV. They do it. They're good. They're very good. They're really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter as Memorius Talpa. You could find me uh, as the host. Slash dungeon master of No Rangers Allowed, uh, in which uh, we we joke about how there haven't been new episodes uploaded, but that's because we've been playing this entire time. So one day, uh, perhaps uh, in this uh, post-apocalyptic world, uh, Cuba will edit another episode. Yep, <laughs> and uh, I've been your host. Uh... Kenya, I guess. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at It's Kenya. I'm on the Slack button forums as Vassal Kenya. Uh, if you want to help the podcast, uh, tell your friends. Tell your local weirdo. 
or the recently deceased dinosaur demon that is haunting you ever since you brutally murdered it, or just tweet about us. I don't know. Tell your friends. Um, it's the only way people find out about us. If you like this podcast and you want some physical goodies, I am giving away pogs. Well, I'm not giving away pogs. I'm selling them. Give me <laughs> give me $10 a month and I'll send you pogs literally ever, every month, handmade by me from beginning to end. Uh, they're, they're pretty darn good. There's, there's snacks themed and I'll send you a random assortment like between three and five a month. Um, plus stickers. I have a thermal printer. It's like a Game Boy camera printer. I'll print you weird ass stickers. It's great. Um, so yeah. And they're, they're lower tiers. So if you, if you just, you know, don't want to give me $10 a month and if you just give me $10 once, I'll still send you shit. I don't care. It's great. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, give us reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict or email us at snexploration at gmail.com and I'll try to, to remember. Tell me if I can read your email on uh, on the podcast in your first email and I will do it. Um, there's no new reviews right now. That's okay. Um, and go to twitter.com slash snexploration, SN Exploration to vote on new games. And for as always, for more inane video game discussion, jump into the selectbutton.net forums. I don't have any big reveals for you because our next episode is still not going to be Warlock uh, because <laughs> we're doing a special live episode. That's that's almost certainly going to be next. I can't imagine trying to fit in another episode between then and now. So, But eventually we'll do Warlock. We can watch two movies and play through the game in the next hour. Let's do... Th- no, no. I got to pee so bad. And I if I get up, they, they turn off my computer for 12 hours. Um, it's a power thing. Uh, so, uh, and until... Next time, it's not, I mean, I'm just going to say it. It's not prehistoric, man. It's not not Chuck Rock, unfortunately. (laughs) It's It's not Chuck Rock 2, son of Chuck. It's not BC Racers. It's not Joe and Mac, Caveman Ninjas. It's not Fred. (laughs) Thank God. I'm so glad it's not Fred. It's not Gabayath Harloth, the Hill of Foreskins. <laughs> it's not Tale of the Sun. <laughs> it's not <Right>. Home Improvement. <laughs> Although you might think it was. Unga bunga. It's not the Flintstones in Viva Rock Fages for the Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that weird uh, Super Nintendo Flintstones game based on the Flintstones movie where it's got like kind of a digitized head of... Uh, uh, of John Goodman in it for some reason on your on your Flintstones guy yeah that's his name now Flintstones guy <laughs> it's not Big Nose the Caveman one of those ga- pirated games or uh, unlicensed games for the NES that would physically shock it with electricity to get past the piracy uh, chip and it's I not get- Adventure Island yeah I think that always wait we we can't really finish it can we no this just goes on for i should just fade this out as we (laughs) say if anyone mentioned punk yet it's not punk yeah uh by the way chuck rock for the mega drive cost 129 dollars when it came out in australia fuck well that's australian well yeah that's australian dollars (laughs) yeah i don't know what that comes out to in u.s dollars but uh yeah i found that out because i searched chuck rock on lexus nexus Oh, God. It's not... I'm literally out of Caveman games. It's not Joe and Mac 2, also. That's a game. If I mentioned the Hill Rage? It's not Primal... Yeah, there are cavemen in that game. If I mentioned Gabayath Harloth... (laughs) It's not Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. There we go. Um, 
uh, it's not a game I wanted to play. <laughs> Yeah. It's, not, it's not BC Racers. I said that. Wait, did you say BC Racers, though? I said BC Racers. Yeah, but did you say BC Racers? Did you say Chuck Rock 2? <laughs> and, and we've made it out by now. <laughs> ah, Christ. It's not Los Inhumanos, an Amstrad CPC uh, caveman action game from Spain. Are you are you just what's like? What you find the caveman uh, database? What's that <laughs> Ubisoft game where you start off as a monkey person? Oh, Fallout uh, prehistoric. <laughs> no, no, no. That I know what you're talking about. And the one Blades, from Journey to the West. Evo, where you can eventually become a caveman. <laughs> it's, it came out very recently and was very hyped, and I don't think it kind of oh, landed oh, like ancestors. a lead balloon. Ancestors. Probably. No, Ancestors is a civilization link, isn't it? Oh, I don't fucking care. Ancestors is the humankind I was right. Ancestors. But did I mention Gabayath Harloff, the Hill of Foreskins? I have something important to say. Something very important. Did you know there was a Turok named Carl? (laughs) (laughs) Carl Turok? Dinosaur Hunter. Carl Fireseed, uncle of Joshua Fireseed. Turok from 1982 to 1997. Oh my god, he did it for 15 years. So there's a Turok named Carl and there's a Turok named Josh. Josh, Joshua Fireseed is the one who's in Turok 2, I think. So Turok is a title? I Apparently. Yes. Well, there was originally Turok, then Tal Set, who became Turok in the 1800s and is hero of Turok Evolution and Turok Dinosaur Hunter. How do I... I'm not, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something about Evo Search for Eden. Imagine if you got through that entire game and painstakingly went down all of the like tree to evolve into a human, and when you evolve, it's just the Chuck Rock sprite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be incredible. Thank you, as always, to Schnabobula for his incredible track, playing Super Mario World while taking mushrooms. Also, thanks to our regular guest, Bachelor, for the incredible art that we have now. Go check out uh, Bachelor Soft on Twitter. And as always, thank you for listening. Bye-bye.